Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Mark. You want to start the show? Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the People's there you Sports go. There you go. I'm Charlotte Wilder here with Mark Titus. I forgot that I started on Monday. Yeah, you do start on Mondays. Wow. You're in Los Angeles, too, which uh, is there a story behind this? Because, um, first of all, you were just here like last week. Now you're, yeah. Now you're here again. Yeah. Uh, so I want to know that part of it. But also... Uh, you texted us before you got on your flight, and you mm-hmm. said this hurricane situation is is making travel interesting right now. It sure was. Was it interesting? Is there a story? You know, it actually, I was, con- so first of all, I was like, doing shows in person is really fun. Mm-hmm. LA's growing on me. I'm just going to come back. Uh-oh. You know, we're going, I know, don't even, don't start with me. But <laughs> we are going on the road starting next week, which is insane. And I was like, I just think it would feel better mm-hmm. if we did a few good shows, you know, got to make fun of each other face to face and then hit the road. Okay. But I was like, of course, there's a hurricane the day yeah. that I'm scheduled to fly from the East Coast to the West Coast. So I had just completely convinced myself that I wasn't going to get here. And it turns out that that is just the best way to go through life because I made it. And then, you know, we sat on the runway for an extra hour. Where did you fly out of? I flew out of Maine. Which is they wild. have airports. They believe it or not, they have. Well, they have two. No, I I would believe Maine has airports. I would just assume that they're like Illuminati airports that you okay. have to be like. Oh oh oh! <laughs> they are okay. <laughs> oh, no comment. Wait, what oh. does that mean? Uh, if I ask what it means, that it's yeah, then it's yeah. not in it. Yeah yeah. Uh, uh, no, they do. They have airports, which is exciting. Um, so I flew to Detroit, and then I flew from Detroit to L.A., and I, I made it. Okay. But I had so convinced myself because I didn't want to get my hopes up thinking that this hurricane was going to ruin my life. Yeah. So can can we uh, defend your people? Because uh, the, the hurricane was the hurricane not that bad, right? Well, I mean, I don't think it was great, but it oh, made but like, it's not great. But it was like a try. It, it became a like a tropical storm, storm whatever. And I, I, my understanding is the people in New England were uh, ba- basically, um, I don't know. We don't need to talk New about it. No, no, no. <laughs> New Englanders are. As as one myself, yeah. you're like, oh, weather, that's adorable. Yeah. Everyone's like, it's going to be a bad hurricane. And, you know, you've got Boston guys being like, bring on, dude. Yeah. You know, it's like you versus the hurricane, which is a terrible yeah. stance to take ever. But it becomes very personal. You're like, I can shovel 15 feet of snow. Like, what could you possibly do to me? And the hurricane's like, I will ruin your life. <laughs> We've talked about this because weather that you're not familiar with is the most terrifying thing. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious to watch. If you're someone who is familiar with that weather, to watch someone handle that weather, mm-hmm. like in the way that that it, it, remember when it snowed in Georgia, like one millimeter, and yes. the entire state Game of Georgia over. was like, oh, yeah. what do we do? Right. And there's someone from the Midwest that that was hilarious to us, but then right. like so everyone in Georgia is like, no, hang on, we don't have snow plows. We're not like, right. there, there's, like okay, they have a lot of reasons. Uh, infrastructure heard of. In it. the same way in LA, uh, earthquakes happen. No one flinches. No one bats an eye. It, it, it spits. It's not even raining. It's just like kind of spitting. Everyone's like, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> right. Panic. I what would do we be, do? if I were ever in an earthquake, I will lose my mind. I will be very scared. You've never experienced an earthquake? Well, no. Uh, uh, knock on wood. How long are you here? I don't know. I read an article. I read an article a few years ago called like waiting for the big one. And I was like, I'm never going the to the West one, Coast again. <laughs> the big one, it's not fair. Because that that is classic just media fear tactics. Mm. That is classic. Like, I'm Fake sure news. the science is behind the, the science. But, the, like, if you actually, like, read about it, it's like it could happen tomorrow. It could happen in a thousand years. And it's like, yeah, 
a lot of things. You know, no shit is yes. what I would say. One I thing, read that, I'm like, yeah, no shit. You know, like, like, obviously, <laughs> we're all gonna fall into the ocean. We're all gonna die. Like, yeah, like. I do think that about? one thing about COVID that I was not really bargaining for is how it's how aware of my own mortality it's made me. Where I'm like calculating risks about everything. I'm like, do I get in a car? Because what are the stats? Right. And I'm like, right. I can't really think that way because <laughs> I'm never going to get in a car, and then I'm never going to be able to do my right. job. So right. you've got to assume a baseline right. of like blinders. Um, but yeah, right. so I made it in a hurricane. Sat next to a man who's very nice whose daughter wants to be a broadcaster. So shout out to mm. Skylar at Syracuse. Skylar, uh take Charlotte's job. We can do a show together. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild if I introduced yeah, my own downfall. Yeah. I create a month. No. Uh, that Skylar- She's going to Syracuse? Yeah. We need more schools for people to go to. And like that for <laughs> <laughs> no go on please. like wh- why why is it why, why does everybody go to Syracuse I mean I understand why but like let's shake it up like we, well, we, we can do better America you and I are we are obnoxious in the set people who went to journalism school are obnoxious but people yeah. who work in media who didn't go to journalism school and are proud of it the way we are are just as obnoxious because, yeah but because it's 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 annoying I don't know see like, like you can't it, it is anno- like there's, there's gotta be other journalism school there's like if you want to be a broadcaster you should be able to not go to Syracuse <laughs> I mean we're both you should be able to assess I don't know the if landscape. you could call us broadcasters but we're we I know. didn't go to Syracuse. But okay, so we we should be more proud. Of, like we should tell people you can go to Ohio State and Colby and be a well, broadcaster. Well, I mean, barely. <laughs> I'm not trying to advocate for either of our paths. But like, here we are. We know. have so many emails today, Mark. Okay. Are you excited? We've yeah, never done yeah. emails in person. We haven't. No. Yeah, that's right. I that's, guess I'm right, so excited. Yeah, I love yeah. emails. I have so my much. I have my laptop in front of me. Look at my notes. I have my what two. does it say? <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. Don't. I have. I have. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven words. Oh, my preserve the mystery. Notes. I want everyone to email us guessing what the seven words seven on Mark's words of notes. notes for this show were. I got this big ass laptop. I'm charging my laptop, by the way. God forbid my laptop dies I and mean, I don't have my. I'm not. Notes, and the whole show is on words. my computer. So just Uh-oh. hand me your plug yeah. if we need it. Um, okay, the first one, the subject line is Brent. Um, and it's from Ty Cobb, who emails us oh, almost geez. every week. Is which, this the real Ty Cobb? Yeah, well, uh, Tyrus Cobb, but mm. I just called him Ty Cobb because that sounded fun. Um, <clears throat> and he says, I think we should have designated, I think Tyrus Cobb is a super emailer. Oh, we should have like, super emailers. Yeah, you know how if you like fly enough on an airline, yeah. they give you yeah. platinum status it or whatever? It goes straight to the top of the inbox. Yeah, yeah. we got gold we got status a, 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 here for Tyrus Cobb. Uh, and he says, Mark. Which mm-hmm. is the first time anyone has ever addressed an email. Yeah, that's true. Just to you. I'm call- is calling Brett Brent a universal thing? I did the same thing in high school. Unfortunately, this memory also puts another point in the weight. Was I a bully in high school category? Please say I wasn't. I swear I'm a good guy. Mm. I think it's no, just... No, I think here's what happens. Yeah. I think you get it wrong. This is this is what happened to me. Like you, you get it wrong so often <laughs> that you just end up rolling with it and say that it's a bit when... You know what I mean? Like I, I accidentally call someone Brent. I don't believe you for a second. <laughs> you- this, this happens a lot. Of, like another thing is uh, the last like people that have the last name Robinson and there's no N in there. That's like a semi. That's tricky. And I call him Robinson. Uh huh. And then I'll just roll with it. Like that that happens. Um, what's another example? Uh, I don't know. There are other examples out there, but the, but like because there 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 are a lot of last names especially where it's like a common last name and then they remove one letter. Yes. Yes. No, that and is. And I will call people the wrong name 
and then I I think you just roll with it to to pretend like you're not you're like I'm not an idiot. I was doing a bit. You know what I mean? Oh, see that I fully so I don't think you're it. Bowling. I thought you yeah. can either well. So here's the thing though. You can either be an idiot and just get the name wrong repeatedly, or you can be a jerk and purposely get the name wrong. Yeah. And you've got to pick up. I, I became a jerk. I just assumed you were a jerk. I was a right jerk with. I was a jerk. But, like, I've gotten a lot of people's names wrong before. Um, like, like that. Like, I've come close. And <laughs> did you just start? I don't know. Don't, don't get me started on this. I won't. I won't. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that's bad with names, but then you, you realize, like, as you get older and you experience, uh, you witness other people being quote unquote bad with names. Yeah. You realize they're just, like, self absorbed and they just don't care enough to, like, learn other people's names. Right. So, I, but then I'm like, well, I, I put the mirror up to myself and I'm like, of course I put the mirror up to myself because I'm self-absorbed. I want to look at myself. No, uh, <laughs> there's something I start thinking about myself. I'm like, well, no, no, no. I'm the exception. Like, I, I, I'm not good You're with names because my brain, yeah, like I have a special brain. Mm. Everyone else that's bad with names is a bad person. Well, I realized I'm the that one exception. I was I'm losing special. brain cells. You're special. You're very, you're such a special boy, Mark. I realized that I was losing brain cells when I started. I worried too much about introducing myself, about saying my own name correctly. Mm -hmm. I was because I never know how much I think I've said this before. I never know how much to pronounce the R. Mm. Like I'm Char Charlotte. How much do you? I don't ever say my own name. Really. Well, I guess I do. Anyway, this is. I just realized that when I don't listen is when I don't remember do, people's names. Let me ask you this: when yeah. when you say your name at a a, a, a takeout place, mm. or like can we get a name for the order, and you say your name, do they ever mishear you? Do they, has there ever, when you get, when you go to Starbucks, do they ever write like Britney on the cup? And you're like, what the hell? Uh, not, how did you get? Yes. Does, not Britney. More like I've gotten Charlene, which Charlene, I love. Charlene. Okay. I love. Charlene. I'm like, call me Charlene. <laughs> that is so good. Charlene. There's like Aunt Char is an alter ego. Yeah. There's also Charlene. Charlene. Who like lives in, you know. Charlene her, smokes. She's, she's ripping Marlboros. Constantly. Yeah. She lives near Gillette Stadium. Yeah. And she just she never goes to the games, but she's she got, like goes down to the parking lot after practice every day in her Pat starter jacket. She's got, you got curlers in your hair at yeah, all times. Oh, wait, and slippers everywhere. <laughs> and like goes to the grocery store even though she never buys anything. That's you know, it's 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 questionable which way. I can go one of two ways as yeah. I age, and I'm kind of hoping the, I just Charlene's take a hard a right towards Charlene. That's but. not a bad one. I get I get a uh, the way I say my name, people think I'm saying Bart. <laughs> I'm not kidding. If I kick in a name for the order, I'm like, yeah, Mark. And they're like, Bart? Are you saying Bart? <laughs> I'm calling you Bart. Bart? Bart? Bart, 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 Bart. <laughs> Has that, so that's happened multiple times. Yeah, it happens a lot because it's oh. my, my voice. I have, I don't know what it is about my voice. What, what's weird? Are you saying your own name or hearing your own voice? Well, saying my own name because I hear my own voice way too much because of my line of work. Yeah, I, I, I can't hear my own voice. It's I got awful. The, I got the Adam Driver. He, that's the actor, right? The Adam Driver deal. I think it was Adam Driver. You're so it's dedicated like, to your craft. I'm you so dedicated. Can't watch your own. No, if I hear my own voice, it's, it's, it, it breaks my brain. It gets to the uh, point where if I'm in a room and someone, one of my friends or family opens their Instagram and I have posted something that I've said yeah. and I hear my own voice come out of their phone, I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> Like, like it's a bomb. No, like seriously. Like, it stop, their hands. Stop. And they're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like it happens every single time. I'm like, turn your volume down. Uh, so, you know, I think that I can't, I mean, I think saying my own name is weird, but hearing yeah. my own voice is worse. <laughs> yeah. They're both not fun experiences. No. Anyway. Right, so Bart, what was the question? The Bart. 
to the the question uh yeah i we're, we're not bullies we're just uh we're we're trying our best we're just people that aren't good with names <laughs> oh it all comes full circle um okay we've got an email from emily dirks um who emailed in she, little league world series she says mm -hmm. mark charlotte and moses i've spent way too much time in the last few days watching little league baseball yep. arguably the most entertaining part is the mic'd up coaches some are way too corny, some are aggressive, and some seem to take things a little too seriously. My favorite part is when you can just tell the kids hate this guy. <laughs> this got me thinking, what are the best, worst Little League parents and coaches? Love the pod and looking forward to your answers. Ever hopeful, Emily. What and are the, the best, worst? So I don't, she... best or worst. I'm not entirely sure what the question yeah. is, so I think we have some leeway for how we want to interpret this. Uh, I, I think one problem that's happened with the Little League World Series, it's, as it pertains to the coaches, is they've... Guys have gone viral too much to now the coaches. It feels a little artificial and it feels, I mean, this has certainly happened with the sportsmanship and uh, I, I don't know when we have to have a reckoning as a country mm -hmm. and, and discuss this and bring this to the surface. I don't know. Maybe we'll do it right now, Charlotte. I love when you get but, to when we need to have a reckoning as a country. I love when the hands come out too <laughs> yeah, when I'm talking. Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I got my hands on my lap and then I'm like, boy, it's time to start getting animated. <laughs> Let's wind these hands up. Um, <laughs> And I'm getting animated about sportsmanship in the Little League World Series. Right, and I'm that like, mm -hmm. we uh, I think I think the fact that like we we had the the, the I forgot I forget who the guy was. I want to say he's from New Jersey because or he's from no he's from uh, uh New England somewhere. He had the thick New England accent. The guy you remember the coach? Yes. And they I brought him back for the broadcast. That. Yes. And he gave the speech to his team where like they were getting just real they were getting absolutely destroyed. Yeah. It was it was it, it was not a close game. And he comes out there and he's like, kids, uh, it's gonna be okay. Like, we're going to get ice cream at the end of this game. It's like, have fun. Let's just, let's just Enjoy have some the fun. game. Hey, hey, chin up, chin up, you know? <laughs> and that goes viral, and everyone's like, I love this guy. And, and Oprah's like, I got to have this guy on my show. Right. And, and book publishers are like, will you do a series of four to five books about motivation? <laughs> you know, everyone's just like, we got to know more about this guy. So I think, like, with Little League World Series, coaches saw this. And not necessarily that they're trying to go viral, too, but they're aware that cameras are on them. They're aware that microphones are on them. And all... I think everyone's just a little too aware, Charlotte. And what I mean by that is that the sportsmanship has gotten out of hand. We need more guys <laughs> that are pissed off when people hit home runs off of them. Okay. I don't need I don't need a, a pitcher like high fiving the guy that just took him yard. I don't need that. I don't I I, I don't. There's a middle ground. Bring there's got to be middle ground. Bring back good old fashioned yes. rivalry. I don't need. I, I I like that you slap hands at the end of the game. You say yeah. good game. I, I I love the stories of the the teams. Uh, I, I guess we're not getting a lot of these because of of the COVID situation. But traditionally, the World Series, you hear uh, teams that that are are battling it out on the field are actually friends because they play ping pong at the yes, you know and yes, like they yes, trade yes. Co cards, whatever it is. I love all those stories. Be friends, enjoy the experience. But also, if a guy takes you yard, you don't have to like get down on your knees and start bowing down. Yes. To him, like, no, it's awesome. I'm, I want fire. I want to see yeah, passion. Yeah. I want fire. I want. I don't think that competition means you can't be friends with someone. Mm -hmm. You can be great friends with someone and just really want to destroy them. In fact, I think most people who are friends with people facing their friends would probably play harder than facing strangers, yeah. you know? Because yeah. you've got to live with that. Yes. Every time you yes. see them, they're going to bring it up. Yes. Um, but I think that this actually plays into the Sons and Four conversation we had a okay. few weeks or months ago. I don't know. It was last week, I think. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. I, time is a social construct. Um, but because, you know, it's like how aware are you of going viral how much are yeah. you playing into it? 
And I don't really know if there's a solution because coaches know that, but I think you can tell when someone's trying too hard. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It has to be organic. Uh, the the best worst coaches, I guess. Um, yeah, the guys the guys that say nothing and feel like they're reinventing the wheel, they're pretty. But they make me cringe a lot. Where they're they are trying to pep up, pump up the kid. Yeah. But they're not really saying anything. I don't have a great example. But they're they're just kind of like just. Oh yeah, like, no, they're not like not inventive enough. Yeah, or there's like, just like nothing. They're just like just go out there, play your game, just give it your like that kind of stuff. And you're like, you could as, as the emailer said, you can just see the the, yeah. the, the eyes glossing over the kids, yeah, the just kids like what like, the hell is this guy saying? You, as a coach, you either need to be like Ted Lasso. Yeah. You need to be super like earnest in a way that they know you mean it, or you need to be wacky. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want sort of a mean coach. You can still be demanding without being a jerk about it. But, like, if you're wacky, if you're coming out there saying, like, you got to put, you know, you got to hit that ball like it's relish on a hot dog. And they're like. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely believe the like, World Series is the best sporting event in the world in terms of uh, um, everything. I mean, I am, <laughs> In like, terms of everything. Yes, except I, for I the Western introduction. <laughs> I think it's uh, I, I, it, it just checks all the boxes. I think the the, the and these moments where the coaches are because sometimes the coaches are the dads themselves mm-hmm. more often than not. But like not every time the coach talking to the pitcher is a, is a father and son. But um, the the dynamics at play mm-hmm. the 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 coach is like both trying to win the game, mm-hmm. but also trying to make sure this kid doesn't have like a mental breakdown, <laughs> right. and also trying to make sure everyone has fun all at the same time. And it's impossible. And it's impossible. You have it's to impossible. be like a high-level therapist yeah. to do that, let alone like a little league coach. Like how do you go out there when a kid's getting shit? Like he's, he's, he just gave up three hits and the bases are juiced and it's a one-run game and it's the bottom of the six. And you go out there and you talk to the kid and you're like, all right, so listen, <laughs> if we get the out here, we win the Lily World Series and you'll have glory for the rest of your life. Right. You'll be, you know, the, you, you watch it every year. There's, they, they show highlights from 40 years ago, the teams that won. That could be you. Um, but also have fun, man. Like, try your best. Like, and if you, if you don't, don't, we'll get ice cream afterwards. <laughs> we're going to have a good time. So, like, good luck. <laughs> right, and you're like, up to you. And, and the good ones, find, I guess that's why the guy went viral the first time, because the good ones find a way to do that. I would not be good at that at all. I would be. No. The one trick I do like from the that I've seen coaches do is they will ask the, the player what they want to do. Instead of the coach coming out and being like, we're going to bunt here or we're going to do this. It just come out and be like, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? I think and then, that's right. And then the player's like, I'm just want to throw gas at him. I just want to throw nothing but fastballs and well, the dare him to hit is, it. You're like, go little, ahead, do that. It's a Little League World Series. So they're like 12-year-old boys. Of course they want to just throw it as hard <laughs> as they as can. As they but, which I love because then the coach knows what they're getting when they ask that. They're like, what do you want to do? And he's like, just throw the hell out of this ball. Part of uh, the players knowing they're on TV too is they. it feels like in the field, Little League World Series players try to make – superhero play they try to get three outs every single play <laughs> yeah. on, a, on a play that it's impossible there's only one person on base and they're trying to get a they're triple like play whipping, throwing it to third before they throw it to first and it's like you just had to throw it to first the easiest way to score in the early world series if you're already on base it's just fake like you're running to the next base because like the first baseman who just caught the ball will see like a guy on third like take one step off and he's like i'll do it and just like <laughs> Rifle it across and throw it in the stands. It's so funny. I love it. Uh, it's so pure. The best. What, what was the question? I'm trying to answer the question. I think we but, answered it. It was um, like the best and worst kinds of coaches. The and best, I think we did it. I, I think the fans in general are all pretty similar, except uh, I feel like the Japanese fans, which aren't they aren't there this year. Mm-hmm. It's all American teams mm-hmm. this year. Um, Japan and Hawaii are usually the two that I enjoy watching the most because they have like real culture in oh, the yeah. stands. And they show the Japanese families. And it's like, oh, this is different. They're like the way they're cheering is different. It's not just like 
like white people in George, <laughs> you know, right? There's <laughs> yelling like... for Braxton to like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's and... a there's a real like a uh, uh, gravitas of like yeah. they take it seriously and they aren't in jorts which and they're I all on is- the same page like they're all like cheering for the same thing versus just cheering for their son and i feel like the hawaiians do that too pretty well where they got like chance down and like oh, i don't know and anyway. everyone else is just like braxton's going to <laughs> yeah. braxton's going to yale on a scholarship yeah and, and they're like, yelling like, at the coach they're yelling at the ups they're yelling at- <laughs> they're like that's not fair to my kid they're yelling at their kids teammates the american kind of individualism <laughs> Personal freedom. Um, okay, here's an email called Hockey Etc., which, if you'll remember, this was from Sarah Mueller, who replied to her email oh, no. from months ago. She's the one we drew the pictures of her on the Zamboni. That's right, yeah. She writes in. I think this is a very funny story. She said, I was listening to the mailbag episode this morning and have a story that will do nothing other than continue the email centipede, but I think you guys will appreciate it, mm-hmm. which I love. One of my good friends from home, Milwaukee, went to Rose Holman whose mascot is Rosie the Elephant. Prior to arriving on campus, there wasn't one student who consistently wore the costume. They'd have a male cheerleader do it for bigger events like homecoming. My friend was on the track team and volunteered to wear it on a more consistent basis. In 2010, when the Final Four was in Indianapolis, they wanted all the schools in Indiana to send their mascot for the Reese's Senior All-Star Game. (laughs) My friend went in the Rosie suit, which was in pretty bad shape at that point. The head was half broken and she couldn't see very well. (laughs) <laughs> it's just like broken mascot costumes is my bread and butter. She goes, as they were waiting to go into the court before the game and watching some of the teams practice, she was having a hard time navigating and physically ran into someone, Coach K. <laughs> Later, she was paired up with the Notre Dame leprechaun to go around and interact with the crowd. The leprechaun could talk to fans since he's just a dude in it's a just, suit. And meanwhile, yeah. everyone thought she was the Alabama mascot, despite her wearing a Rose Holman shirt. The leprechaun didn't go out of his way to correct anyone's assumption. Literally, whenever I'm down and need a laugh, I call up the mental image of my friend wearing a janky elephant costume, struggling to see where she's going while running around Lucas Oil Stadium, clotheslining Coach K. <laughs> oh, my God. It's in so... Uh, that got me think. Like, what are what are the rules of mask? Like, if you, if you wear a mask, if you wear a, a animal head, you're not allowed to talk. No. But how does that? That's not legally binding, Charlotte. No, you can't be is. thrown I, in prison. No. Well, you can. Certainly. You For can, okay. Rose Holman wow. to bring dishonor wow. onto them by wow. giving Rosie a voice. Are you kidding me? Wow. Do you know what that does to the integrity of Rosie going forward? If Rosie she, has four different voices every, you know, four years. That's a good point. We should start I did a, a story, I, not to brag, okay. but I did a story when I covered the ACC tournament in 2016, 2017. Yeah. And, of course, it was me, so I just talked to all the mascots. And they were all seniors who had finally been able to reveal their identities. They were like, for four years of college, my roommates didn't even know that I was the mascot. They were so secretive about it that they would not tell a single person. Like, even the cheerleaders didn't know, or there was like five people who knew who they were on campus and kept their identity like locked in a safe. Like you're Superman? Yes. 
And then they have senior night where they can finally reveal and their roommates are all like, that's what you were doing when you said you were like, they would make up elaborate lies. Like I'm doing laundry. And they were like, you're doing laundry for four hours. Like every Tuesday night. Oh my God. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I just think that there's something oh my God. really we, special. We have to fix that. I, what, what if we started like a civil rights movement of, uh, with everything going on in the world and how, uh, how much positive change people are motivated. <laughs> the cause that gets you and I out of our seats is let the mascots talk. <laughs> Give them a voice. A voice for the mascot. Or <laughs> picketing NCAA events. That Let them be, talk. That'd Let be a good them. bit. Yeah. We I, could do that on our tour. That that, that does suck to be. Uh, I, I I would be super jealous of Notre Dame. West Virginia, I know, has a has a human, like the human mascots, where it's just like a guy in a beard. Like the West Virginia mascot. How do you feel tryouts, about that? It's just a guy in a beard. And they're just like, dude, you want to be the mascot? He's like, what do I got to do? It's like, just put this hat on and walk around with a gun. And they're like, yeah, why not? It's like cool. a dead to Sunday for what me. What do I get out of it? Uh, you get a you get to sit courtside for every basketball game and be on the field for every football game. And like be a <laughs> local right. celebrity yeah. because you're dressed up as the dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watch the Big Lebowski play, by the way. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, yeah. No, I think that I think that it's wild when you have people mascots. I actually don't love it. I, the only thing that I think is worse than humans as the mascot is mascots of humans like felt men oh purdue pete is yeah. what you're talking about purdue pete is a, let's just jump or right the, to it purdue the pete's the providence friar what's his he looks like a ghost oh my it God, looks like yeah. a, pre, a ghost of a yes, priest yes 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 and you're like mm. purdue pete is uh the one that's i'm from indiana so i guess that's the one that stands out to me but purdue pete is like a centaur kind of because it's like the head is artificial but then the body is real and, oh my God, that thing gave me nightmares when I was. I think that might be why I grew up an Indiana fan and not a Purdue fan. You really like I can't Purdue do Pete it? is too much. Purdue Pete. Well, I, for me, it's the felt skin. Yeah. That really, that really. I'm like, I can't get behind the felt skin. It's the creepiest thing I've ever uh, seen. The way this email, by the way, uh, my last thought on mascots. Um, she was saying that the, the, that they all met at the Final Four, mm -hmm. uh, and it got me it, for a game, right? Like it was the senior whatever game. And as soon as you said that, I thought the mascots were playing in the game. And it took me like a, a second or two to realize that's not the case. We need a mascot game. Okay. At we that need... same ACC tournament, the halftime show was that the mascots played basketball against each other. Oh, my God. And the leprechaun just ran. Yeah, I, was obviously. The leprechaun there? Was Notre Dame like included in the? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, in the ACC basketball. Yeah, in Notre the... Dame's been ACC basketball right, right, for a right, while. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, the yeah. leprechaun just ran circles around. You know, you had the, the Jayhawk being like, um, I've got wings, so this isn't going to go great. And the, who, there, were, there was another one. Well, the Jayhawk one. wasn't there, but I get what you mean. Who was the bird? Who am I um, thinking of? The Hokie? The Virginia yes. Tech Hokie? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. probably. The, yeah. There's a beak situation. Um, but I'm trying to think of who else The Syracuse Orange also had trouble because <laughs> its its arms stuck out only like this much, so it couldn't like reach around the sphere of its little... It was that like watching of, a T-Rex trying to play as basketball. A, as I'm thinking about it now, um, non-animal mascots are kind of trippy too. Oh, the they're, orange? They're, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, who bankrolled this? Tropicana? Like, who, is there some lobbying going on? Because you're just an orange, orange with arms. Also, that's the most basic. It's like, oh, Syracuse, uh, what's your mascot be? And like, well, our colors are orange. And they're like, say no more. And then they come out with a felt sphere. And yeah. they're like, ta-da! Yeah. Oh, my God. I think, I think if you're going to have the orange mascot, make it look like an actual orange. Don't give it arms and legs. Make the person inside just have to, like, <laughs> roll on a ball. <laughs> 
It's just rolling did, around. Did you, did you have friends who had hamsters, or did you ever have hamsters? Uh, I had one friend with the hamsters. I I never understood yeah. why kids wanted hamsters, but I had. I don't friends think they did. Had... I think they wanted dogs, and the parents were like, "What about a hamster?" And then they were like, "You have to clean the cage," and the friends yeah. would be like, "Yes, definitely." But the and dad's I was like, like the, "The dad's like, it's gonna die in a year, and then we can." And then they live yeah. forever. <laughs> forever. But they had like these. They had those plastic balls that they would put the hamster in, yeah. and it would like roll around their bedroom. Like that's what we need the Syracuse Orange <laughs> like a big plastic and inside a transparent but like a, a tent of orange yeah like it's it's got a hue of orange and it's like iridescent so you, you can't can see, see the face <laughs> so the person remains a secret we fixed it we fixed it um okay here's an email called quick cricket slash net worth email perfect we My got two a lot of things. emails about cricket because you read me the yeah. article that we didn't understand um says this is from oliver pattenden dear charlotte i don't mean to bang on about cricket every time i email you it's incredible bang on, bang on. i think he's he's got to be british, british right yeah. okay uh and i was determined not to write in after mark's somewhat depressing <laughs> reading of the report of england's even more depressing loss to india no one likes a pedant and i'm modestly hopeful that if you ever want terms like pace man and test explained you know where to find me first of all Oliver sounds much smarter than we are. Yeah. There's something about it. That is impeccable just, yeah. writing. Yeah. He sounds British in his email. Yeah. I hope he's not actually British. <laughs> and he's, he's just smart. <laughs> and we're like, this guy. He's from Indiana, too. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely just... is. Uh, he says, however, it seems worth sharing that Virat Kohli is the Indian team captain, not the manager, oh, as Mark guessed, and one of the finest batters of his generation. And as there are no greater celebrities in India than cricketers, I thought you might be interested that he makes over $24 million annually through his endorsements. Wow. Or five Tim R. Tebos per year. His <laughs> net worth is roughly $86 million or 21 and a half Chad Michael Murray's. Net Thanks for everything, Oliver. Celebritynetworth.com. <laughs> Hang on. I got to pull it up. Okay, it's, it's V-I-R-A-T. V-I-R-A-T. K-O-H-L-I. K-O-H-L-I. All right. Oh, he's on here. Let's yeah. see what it says. Fifty million. Okay. 50 I don't know million. where Oliver's getting his eighty-six million numbers. Yeah, then. come on, Oliver. Let's let's. The only money website. Yeah. We consult is CelebrityNetworth.com, which says that Mark is worth sixteen million dollars. I oh, wonder. Wait, no, that uh, wasn't celebrity. Okay, so it says here that he's five foot eight. Um, which I, I I'm curious about. Like, th th this might be a new cricket rabbit hole of like trying <laughs> to find what is the archetype cricket. The, the the build of a cricket player if you could build a perfect cricket player mm. how tall is he how strong is he okay you know what i mean yeah like because virat Kohli would not Here's be a great problem, defensive lineman we, we don't understand what? the sports so we don't but that's know. what i want to understand i want to like research more cricket players oh, okay. and like are they all short are they is this like is he, i'm is googling he, cricket players is he uh great in spite of his height or is that like part of what makes him good like you know like Lionel messi's not a tall man and mm -hmm. like that's kind of what makes him good is he's a little smaller. He's just doing his little. <laughs> well, here, listen. No. Okay. In cricket, some of the great batsmen like Donald Bradman, who is 5'8". I googled cricket player average height. <laughs> Sachin Tendulkar and Sunil Gavaskar. I hope I'm not butchering those names. Uh, both five foot five. <laughs> I hope I'm not butchering those. I hope I didn't kidding? say it wrong. I'm trying. In what world have those have been right? I don't know. <laughs> like... I don't know. I okay. Anyway, uh, they are about or below average height. This is because so... a smaller body makes for an advantage in footwork 
and balance. Mm, interesting. Oh, this is from a Wikipedia page called Height in Sports. Interesting. So I'm going to start saying I would have gone pro in cricket, but I was too tall. Yeah, That's definitely the problem. Yeah. I was actually like very gifted naturally at cricket growing mm -hmm. up, but uh, yeah. I hit a growth spurt and much like women's gymnastics, my growth spurt doomed me. It was women's, like me on the skateboarding. diving team. Yeah. I was five feet was and ruined. then all of a sudden I was much taller. And it was Damn very it, puberty. Uh, this, this, I'm sorry, but this Wikipedia page is wild. Height in sports. Uh, it says height can significantly influence success in sports depending on how the design of the sport is linked to factors that are height-based due to physics and biology. The balance of the intricate array of links will determine the degree to which height plays a role in success, if any. Advantage, this is insane. This is absolutely insane. Let's see what they say about basketball. There's a whole basketball. Taller what, players what's are the average often... Height? What do they say the average height is? The, uh, the average American man... The average American male is five foot nine. Wait, really? Mm. Yet in a 2007-2008 player survey, the average player in the NBA was listed at six. six, seven. six. Okay, six. That's good. Uh, but it does say that um, taller players are often thought to have an advantage <laughs> in basketball because their shots have less distance to travel to the basket. They start closer to the rebound. Who and wrote this? Ability to reach higher into the air yields a better chance of blocking shorter player shots. Yeah, I was going to say, all you got to do is be like, taller players are better because they'll swat the shit out of shorter players. Like, put that on the... That should be the Wikipedia page. Submit it, submit it. Have you ever tried to edit a Wikipedia page? I, I actually have, yeah. And it gets shot down, like, real fast. Your own? Yes. No, <laughs> no. Oh. How did I know? Um, oh, whoops. I, you know, I... I got off. Oh no! Here we go. I appreciate the we appreciate the cricket updates, Oliver. We're we're uh, at some point we'll we'll put it all together. And I again we should reiterate like I don't we, we're not trying to put down cricket. Um, like I, I never want to come across as that guy that's like if you're into cricket you're a loser. No no that's no that's not the we're attitude. We're losers because we don't. It's the attitude is like this is cool and I understand that people love this. I know nothing about this. This is this is not a culture I grew up in and I would love to know more. But also, how how do we you should start? try to learn? We should have a cricket expert on. All we right. should have a we should have like the foremost cricket expert explain cricket to us. Let me Google who is the foremost. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, we have an email called Non Sports Hall of Fame from John Kalmar. He says, "Hey, Sharon Mark, I know I'm late on the Hall of Fame talk from last week's episode, but as I was catching up last Sunday in the car, I serendipitously drove past the Michigan Whitehall Hall of Fame Museum in beautiful Grass Lake, Michigan." I've driven by the large billboard off I-94 many times in the past, but all the Hall of Fame talk has really piqued my interest about making the stop one day. Maybe add it to your destination list if you make it to the Great Lakes this fall for your football tour. The, grill, the real question, if Michigan whitetail deer have their own Hall of Fame, where do we draw the line? Oh, my God. Are all of the deer in this <laughs> state making the arduous trip across the highway just to see their relatives in the hall? Does a death-free highway trip and land them a spot in these hollowed halls? Are there other halls of fame for different species of animals? Giving you both some rabbit hole fodder if you want to take a break from planes, trains, and automobiles. This is insane. So he gave us the website. What the hell? Are you on the website? Yeah. It is literally just heads no. of deers. Well, hang on. I was going to say, like, I think this is a hall of fame where... <laughs> The way you make it in is you get shot. Yeah, no, it's awful. <laughs> like, I, I looked at this and I was like, this isn't a Hall of Fame. This is a deer cemetery. Yes. It's very sad. 
Well, yeah, we we we've we discussed this deer. a little Sorry. bit. Oh yeah, deer, no, it's fine. It's 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 this is a cultural thing too, where. Uh, it's if, just if, it's just wild to think of someone going to the Hall of Fame and it's like your grandfather's that is on weird. the wall. Yeah, there, there's a middle ground, Charlie, because deer, like I, as I've made the point on here before, They're deer rodents. are rodents yes. with antlers, right. and they serve no purpose. The they, they are about awful. This website is they have a picture of a baby deer on it, and right. I'm like, what is that supposed to make me feel? So I, I'm not going to defend deer. Deer, most of them deserve to be killed, frankly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Do we need to have a museum? Or a hall, hall of Fame. A museum makes sense. A museum, like, I guess uh, I could get behind a museum. Like, the idea of uh, explaining why it is we shoot deer in the face regularly. The like, of- this is important. Like, we need this as a <laughs> whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. A Hall of Fame, which is like, these are the best deer. It seems <laughs> to me like the people who made this museum don't understand the difference between museums and, <laughs> and halls of fame, fame yeah. which we didn't, we were unclear about in a previous episode. We Here's, were like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put your brain in a pretzel. Oh, what if, what if the real deer hall of fame is just nature and every deer that's still alive out there is a hall of famer <laughs> oh my God. because it hasn't been shot. Wow. And the ones that have oh. been shot are the losers. And by putting them all together in one place, we can point out these people are not Hall of Fame. It's like the Hall of Not Fame. The Hall of Shot in the Infamy. Face. <laughs> That's awful. That is awful. But I think you're right. I think the real, what if, hear me out, what if the real Hall of Fame for everyone is nature? What if all the basketball players who are in the Hall of Fame are actually, I can't do it. I can't land the plane. I'm not going no, this was this was my surfing in the Olympics take that they and, and skateboarding that you should ask every skateboarder to join the Olympics, invite them all. Yes. And the ones that say no, they win. You give them the gold medals. Yes. <laughs> and all the losers that are like, I would love to be part of this corporate situation. <laughs> no, you lose. Where I put on a uniform, like was- a uniform to skate? Are you kidding me? Ugh, disgusting. I mean, you lose. I will say gold of all the uniforms that I like the skateboard uniform. Hold on, I'm I'm googling real quick, and then we've got one more email before we get out of here. Skateboard Hall of Fame. There's got to be one, right? I can't believe. I'm... Yeah. Oh yeah. It's in it's in uh, California. Of course. That feels right. San Diego. Simi Valley. Where is that? It's up here. It's uh. North I don't know if this is a real thing. This might be a website that you buy stuff at. No, you, it's real. Do you get like like can we make our own Hall of Fame and like not get it like I guess who's stopping you? Like what if we start Is there a Hall of Fame accredit- accreditation society? Right, cuz what if they're competing and could we be it? What if they're competing Hall of Fames? Like what if someone starts a, a skateboarding Hall of Fame in Florida and there's already one in California and the, the one in Florida's like screw you, we're the real one. Is that legal? Are you allowed? Yeah. What's more illegal, doing that or talking as a mascot? <laughs> What's a longer prison sentence? Uh, I think we should start a podcast hall of fame. And we only, ours is the only one in it. Because everyone like, else is in nature and they are the winners. And we have made a hall of fame. I, so we're the losers. I think what you're describing is those like 40 under 40 lists that get put out by of media people, by media people, where you yes. buy your way. And so we're where like, your agent calls a writer and is like, put Charlotte on. That's Mine how, have not, for the record. That's how the podcast Hall of Fame would work. It's just like, <laughs> which is a good way to make money, I guess. Like, we just start soliciting donations. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea. We could really make some cash. It's the, yeah, you go to the new and noteworthy Apple podcast page, and you're like, I've never heard of any of these bozos. Where the hell, who the hell came up with this? <laughs> it's like the Deer Hall of Fame podcast, <laughs> yeah. and we're like, come on in. Uh, I have to say, when I turned 30 and I was no longer eligible for 30 under 30, 
breathe the real sigh of relief. Yeah. There was I, no chance I was ever getting on it, but yeah. like I did feel the pressure of being on it was lifted, and that felt really nice. Do you want me to make one for you? I can do it. Thirty-two under thirty-two. Thirty-two under thirty-two. Sorry, it would have to be thirty-three under thirty-three. Thirty-two. And it could be. Yeah, that's depressing. All right, we're gonna we're gonna end on this email because the subject line is Colby College, and okay. it's from Susan Brewster. And she says, Dear Aunt Shar and Mike Conley's excellent friend, mm. imagine my surprise while living through allergy hell. Amazing way to start an email. That I was watching Maine Cabin Masters and saw the cabin builders go to Colby College and get beautiful hardwood from the squash court and a basketball court. Now, I have several questions right off the bat. Where do I watch Maine Cabin Masters? Maine Cabin Masters? It's seven seasons? I Oh my god, look at these guys. Show me. Look at the web look at the <gasps> Oh my goodness. Those beards. Oh, those There's are a, those are some characters. Because this is a podcast and you can't see the picture, it's it's like five people, four men and a woman, and the men look like they've been electrocuted yeah. and yeah. like they're yeah. who's the professor? Looks like Duck Dynasty main edition. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's um so I what channel is that on? Do you know how I can uh, watch we it? got two dudes wearing flip flops with jeans. <laughs> Thong sandals with jeans. That's Classic. that's a good. That is not. That is a great vibe. Would you, do you wear that? Um, I, I, I in my old days I would wear anything, <laughs> but I'm, I'm um, Marina Mark now. Uh, let me see here. Uh, it is DIY Network. All right. Well. DIY Network. Uh, I haven't cabins. heard of that, but I feel like there's no shortage of work for Maine-based builder Chase Morrill, whose specialty is renovating rustic cabins and camps all over. The, how does how 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 does it become your specialty? You know what I mean? How does it not become your specialty? Where, where do these shows come from? How do they find these people? Like, what, d- You wh- what? are the preeminent cabin maker in Maine. And you have outfitted everybody's dear hall of fame with your own special cabinets. You're telling me, you, you like, how are you not going to get famous? What school is that? Like, Syracuse is the broadcast school. Where do you go to be, like, a, a renovating rustic cabins and camps all over Maine? I think you're smart Maine. enough not to go to college. <laughs> you're like, I don't need the debt. I don't need to pay for this. I'm just going to get right into cabinets. I guess it's Colby, by the way. I oh, guess well, that is the school. No, because here's what here the email continues. One, Char, did you give the okay, which is very flattering, but I am in no... Col- Colby College, I've been trying to be the graduation speaker for years. Have you donated to Colby? No. <laughs> Do they solicit you for donations? Constantly. Yeah. Have you what, given what are, to what are your on that? Uh, I, I gave blood, sweat, and tears as a member yeah. of the basketball team. I gave. I give so much. I I talk about Colby. So I do so much earned media for yeah. Colby that I don't need to give. I gave money. my left labrum to Ohio State. <laughs> uh, okay. No, I will. I will. I. I. It's one of those deals where it's like. Uh, I. I don't. It's. It's the way that like rich people in LA talk about solving the homeless crisis. Uh. Where it's like. I, I, I will. I just I just like wait let me get to the the right like I can't do anything about it now but like, but like come someday back. when I make it. Yeah. Or it's or it's like I, it, it reminds me of when I was a little kid and I was selling candy bars for the little league hmm. and you knock on the door and like all the people that'd be like ah <laughs> come back later. I'll have money later. Right. And then like ah that's how I am with the house. You should be like, we take square. Yeah. I take Venmo. Venmo me. Kids do like that kids today not. are like, okay, I'm calling your bluff. I have Venmo. <laughs> Buy some candy, you yeah. asshole. Uh, anyway, so no, I've never, I've never, my, my high school, which I didn't love, hits yeah. me up for money constantly. 
Whoa. And they're like, and they were, cause they're only, they were 57 girls in my graduating class. It was an all girls school. And I get hit up for, they're like, we need a hundred percent participation. That's... And I take six satisfaction in that I can <laughs> screw the up the 100% for, I'm like, you will not get my money. Um, anyway, a little bit about me. Uh, okay. Say two, if you didn't know, you can watch season six, episode one on DIY network on demand, which I will be doing three. Mm-hmm. The premise was they are taking down these buildings which worried me on behalf of any athletic pursuit at Colby College. Where are the squash fans and basketball fans mm. playing now? Mm. I think she means players. Um, but no, I, where are they playing? If, they, if you take down the courts, where do they play? They built a new, beautiful athletic center because so many other people, other people gave money. <laughs> <laughs> so they think had to get rid nice, of the old... Think about how nice it could have been, though, Charlotte, if yeah. you would have given money. With all my with my $20 that I would have donated, they could have had a nice little plaque. It says the Charlotte Wilder Memorial Squash Court for the two months she played here. The first time I played squash at Dartmouth. All right. <laughs> That's what it Relax. says at the bottom. It says, quote, <laughs> the first time I played here. Charlotte uh, I want to give. I want to give money. I've actually tried to give money to Ohio State um, for a while, but they won't uh, answer my phone call when I say... I, I've put it out there. I, I, will, I will donate. Uh, I will buy. This is a true story. I swear to God. You're going to laugh. You're going to think I'm joking. I would 100% do this. I want to buy bidets for the Ohio State basketball <laughs> locker room. <laughs> and I want to have a little plaque. Not a on single e- part of me <laughs> thinks you're joking. And I want to have a little plaque next to it that just says, generously donated by Mark <laughs> <laughs> And I want to get bidets installed. How many times have you pitch this to them i've like hundreds every time i'm going to columbus in a couple weeks and i will meet with the basketball team again okay. and i will go to coach coach holtman and i will make the exact same pitch and he will laugh at me much like you laughed at me and then that's as far as it ever goes they're like <laughs> why don't they say yes and that's it i'm like have, have any of you used a bidet because once you use a bidet you'll be like we got to get these now that's a recruiting advantage like imagine the recruiting tour like showing off the facilities you're like Hey, uh, so anyway, uh, who, what, what's the recruit's name? What, what, what are you going to go with? Jensen. Jensen. Uh, Jensen, we would really love it if you played Ohio State. I mean, our academics are great. Our, uh, also, do you have to <laughs> just uh, go ahead and go ahead and take that thing for a spin. The button on the left will dry your it's ass. It's for off. after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Don't take it for a spin before. <laughs> My Jensen. grandmother had a bidet in her house growing up. And I, every time I went into her bathroom, I would ask her, what is that? And she would say, it's a bidet. And I would say, what is it for? And she would say, it's to wash your butt. And I'd be like, that is wild. You would use it as like an enema? Is that what you're saying? No, I'd you would wash use it my bef- feet in it. Oh, you would wash your feet? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Anyway. Oh, uh, no. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Send us emails, as always. We will see you on Thursday. If there's anything you would like us to talk about between yeah. now and Wednesday when we record, email us at the People's What's Sports going Project. on right now in people's lives? Uh, fantasy football drafts. Yes, that's happening. We, yep. we 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 help people. We are the one guy we helped uh, with his order of. Uh, of job. Where do you stand on fantasy football names? Team do, names. Do you play fantasy football? No. We talked about this, right? Yeah, do you? you don't. No, no, no. I did one year and I was I, like, this same. is dumb. I did it one year and I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I did one year and like the algorithm kept telling me you drafted an insane team. You're gonna kill everybody. Yeah. And then like every week, like there'd be some like freak play and yeah. then like everyone in the league would be like oh yeah that happens sometimes it's it, like you're just unlucky this week and then the next week it would happen like the guy i'm going against the wide receiver who hasn't caught a pass in four weeks like suddenly has 300 yards I'm like oh man it's just unlucky and i'm like this game's stupid like Did what was the point like, of rig it against you maybe i was like what's the point of like of of us reading 
and like taking notes and doing a draft. Like if it's all just a coin flip, why don't we just all get together? Oh, yeah. You're better at just auto drafting. Why don't we just get together every week and flip a coin and then just decide, Jake, you win this week. And then okay. like, you know, like that's pretty much what it is. You might as well. Also, my team, I drafted based on who I thought was like funniest. Like I chose Gardner Minshew. Mm. I took and it's just a terrible strategy. And then when I lost, I got mad. That's a thing. <laughs> I cared too much. Like I was like, I'm not going to care. I'll just do it for fun. And then whenever I lost, like I would look before the monday yeah. night game and it would be like you need this many points to not lose and i was just mad the whole game because i knew i was gonna lose and then i check and i lost <laughs> i hated it i lost all i hate losing stupid. and yeah. i just fantasy football i respect people who play and i love that people play and i think that it is great for sports media that people play sure. fantasy football yeah. however i don't like to lose and fantasy football is basically just like asking to be angry every yes. monday night and it gives you a chore every like it's thursday homework. you have to set your lineup and like you know all my friends that play they just set an alert on their phone they're like i gotta set my lineup. god damn it i, gotta... I know I'm like, like, by oh. week by week four they're like oh, god, god, god. oh hey I, I can't come tonight guys i gotta go set my lineup it's i'm sorry and i mean my problem too hell? is that i always forgot just quit the league what it got doing? to the point where the league was like yeah. you haven't set you like yeah. your quarterback isn't playing. Yeah. You don't have a quarterback. That happens in every league, I think. I think eventually one person's like, I've had enough. And then you'll accept any trade. And yeah. then so someone, the first person that realizes that you've given up just wants to get all your good players and they offer you a garbage trade. You take it. Everyone revolts. And then, yeah. Right. They're like, you're throwing the yeah, league for yeah. everybody else. And I'm like, well, Amanda asked me first. Yeah, so you can yeah. all just get in line. So uh, I guess there we go. We just talked about their fantasy football great. experiences. I don't think we need to do it. No, on I don't think so either. But uh, if there's something we should draft, let us know. Yeah, that, that, there you go. that's a good, a good way to end it. Uh, all, right. all right. See you guys then. Goodbye. <laughs>